You're listening to a podcast from Catalyst Vineyard Church, Aberdeen. You can find out more about our church, as well as more talks on our website, catalyst.vin. I would like to start by just sharing some numbers just to kind of set the scene. So, since January 2020, over 365,000 people have accessed and viewed our YouTube channel. In the last year, almost 36,000 people have accessed and viewed our YouTube channel. And close to 1,000 of those people have subscribed to our YouTube channel. And so that means that they have, um, you know, said that they want to hear when our content's coming out and they're kind of closely following to what it is that we're putting out. And that's just YouTube. There's loads of statistics for Facebook and Instagram as well in terms of what we're putting out into the online space. Now, why am I telling you this? I'm not telling you because numbers or those particular numbers are particularly impressive because in the grand scheme of things, if you compare it to another church or to other organizations, it could just be a drop in the ocean. But I'm telling you this because those numbers represent a real person that has come into contact with a message of hope and life in Jesus. Each one of those people have stepped foot into the online church setting uh, in some way, shape or form. And there may be some that have only just watched for a little bit. But we also have heard time and time again of people who've watched for increasing amounts of time and then have then made a step into our in-person services and are now part of our community um, as a church. And since the pandemic started almost three years ago, every church, you know, uh, if they wanted to continue to meet, they had to and were forced into that digital space. And since that kind of new normality uh, kind of returned and we all kind of moved out of our homes bit by bit, um, lots and lots of churches stopped their live streaming. And yet we continued with Catalyst Live. And you may be wondering, why did we do that? And the reason why is because every single one of those people that made up the numbers that I shared just earlier, they matter to God, and so therefore they matter to us. Do we always know who's watching Catalyst Live? No. I don't have a name for every um, number that we see on the screen. But that doesn't change the fact that we've seen the fruit of Catalyst Live and the presence that it's had in the transformation of people's lives as they come into that contact of life and of hope that they find in Jesus. And we know the lifeline that Catalyst Live has been for so many people who have not been able to make in-person services since everyone's kind of gone back to some kind of normality. Now, I want to draw us to the parable of the sower that Jesus shares in Matthew 13. And he says this, Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60 and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. 
See, in the grand scheme of things, expressing church in the digital space is still quite infantile in its stage. There are some churches which are kind of like already running uh, the race and, and they're kind of helping other churches get to their feet. But the reality is, regardless of what stage you are in terms of sharing in the digital space, it's constantly changing. Things are always moving. We're always having to learn as we go. It's quite a new thing for the church. And digital church is not something that Jesus spoke directly into. We don't have verse in scripture that we can point to in terms of, you know, where Jesus or Paul told us how to put stuff out onto live stream or to put content out into socials. We don't have that. But we do have some really key foundations in scripture laid out for us that we can stand upon and build upon when it comes to working out the future of our online ministry. And one of those is that scripture that I just read. You know, the scattered seed is the message of Jesus, the word of God. And in an online agricultural sense, if we're going to go down that way, we're putting the message out into the digital farmland. And so how does Matthew 13 help us to put online church into perspective? Because that's the key. Perspective is key with any kind of journey that we go on. The way that we're approaching and viewing online church needs to be measured by scripture. You know, we don't want to shoehorn scripture into our plans, but rather stand upon what God has already said. And from that perspective, navigate what online church looks like in our context. So when it comes to this season that we're going into with Catalyst Live, when it comes into the season of online church, I would love to see us press into two things in particular. Firstly, I would love us to press into being messengers of life. And secondly, I'd love us to be creating spaces to grow. And so those two words, life and grow, are obvious in the parable of the sower. We see a farmer set out to scatter seed so that it will grow from seed into a living produce. We have the living word of God. And when we hear it or read it, we have the choice to accept it and to allow it to enter into and grow in our lives. So we will experience life to the full through that message of Jesus. And the beauty is that God has partnered with each and every one of us in seeing his word, his truth, and his life shared with the world. And Jesus says later on in Matthew, he says, you know, go, you have my authority. Share me with all the nations. I will be with you. That's paraphrasing the Great Commission. But that's what Jesus is doing. He's giving us authority. He's partnering with us. He's sending us out to share the good news of him with every nation. And the beauty of online church is that location is not a barrier to being part of this journey that we're going on. You know, we have people currently connected to our online community in the northeast of Scotland, but we also have people connected to and leading within our connect groups as well uh, in the west coast of Scotland. So hello to all of our online community individually as well. You know, we have people in Africa who are currently connected with us. Um, and have previously, we've had connections with people in Denmark, in Norway, in South Africa, and in America. That's just to name a few. We've had other connections around the world too. As a community, we have been literally scattered all over the world in many nations. And there is scope to carry that message of life Jesus brings to many different pockets of the world, to see lives transformed by the message of Jesus. And I think we can see that working out in both the digital landscape as well as the physical landscape. And so let me explain that. When it comes to the digital landscape, the reality is that many of us are spending more and more of our time online. 
whether that's for work or recreationally. The statistics are increasing when it comes to our average amount of time spent on some kind of digital device. You just need to kind of go on your smartphone and go into digital well-being settings and you'll see how much time you're spending online. And if you think about it, when was the last time that you went to an encyclopedia to search out an answer, a question to an answer that you had, or go to the library to try and find a manual to figure out how to fix something? We just don't do that anymore. More and more of us are searching, are asking things of the online space. Where we simply Google it or go to YouTube as a start. I learned how to rewire a plug in five minutes the other day. It was great. I did it. We've had no fires. Brilliant. Um, one of the most asked questions of 2022 on Google was, who am I? 12 million people searched for that in 2022. Who am I? And over 9 million people asked the question, what should I watch? People are desperate to know what to kind of consume, what things to kind of um, spend the time doing and watching and being part of. Also, some other interesting uh, statistics, 670,000 people asked the question, who let the dogs out? Now, I assume that they were looking for the song, unless somebody, like many people, are just generally looking for dogs. They're just looking for dogs out in their community. 450,000 people asked, why were cornflakes invented? Who knows? Google it. Um, 90,000 people asked, are jellyfish immortal? That's a lot of people to ask that question. Anyway, just some stats. People are asking some weird and wonderful questions out there. But increasingly so, our online interactions are becoming more and more personal to our lives and less so about information kind of transactions. And through social media, more and more of us are sharing our lives in the online space and inviting others into that. And we're consuming that content that people are sharing with us too where previously we would have had less exposure to the intimate details of people's lives, we are now kind of overwhelmed by what is out there. And not all of it is bad by any means. In fact, there's some great spaces online that bring joy and bring solidarity and bring connection in all walks of life. From seeing the creativity of people all over the world to sending dog videos on Instagram, whatever it is, to um, connecting with somebody in their grief because you're walking the same path. There are some really great spaces online that can provide that connectedness. However, increasingly, we are seeing the negative impact of mass online consumption. 36.5% of children 12, uh, ages 12 to 17 experience online bullying. 68% of those children have experienced mental health issues as a result. Facebook found that 32% of teen, teenage girls felt bad about their bodies, and they said that Instagram made that worse. Suicide rates in pre-teens and early teens have tripled since social media was mass adopted. Those statistics scare me. People are spending more time online with YouTube showing that people watched 694,444 hours per minute in the first, hour, uh, first half of 2021. Those statistics just blow my mind. I can't even get my head around that. People are searching for lots of different things within that. Who am I? Why am I different? What is my purpose? How do I find adventure? How do I navigate loneliness or brokenness or a broken marriage or anxiety, shame, addiction, grief, eating disorder? How do I navigate all of these different things that I have in my life? As people who have experienced the transformative love of Jesus, we want to be messengers of life in those questions.
We want to speak hope and we want to speak light into the darkness. We want to share that you are worth more than the number on the scale or the size on your clothes. We want to speak truth about the lies that are running around in your mind. We want to speak freedom from the things that bind and hold us back. We want to speak the power and the presence of Jesus into the places where people are searching because we believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life. We are messengers of life. We may blow, my kind of prayer, my heart is that we would blow our cover in these spaces and see God's love and his mercy and his grace and his peace permeate into the online spaces that we inhabit. And you might be watching right now because somebody sent you a link to this service. And I am so glad that you are here. You know, we have heard stories across the life of our church where people have shared this service and or maybe shared one of our posts on social media and friends and family have watched and been captivated by the life of Jesus and by the, the, the life that he gives us in the fullness of him. One lady was um, invited to watch uh, our online service and so she did and then she went along to an alpha course where she gave her life to Jesus and as a result has now been part of helping run other online alpha courses. We've seen people um, even recently see an Instagram post and decide to come to our in-person service as a result and check out church because they're just intrigued and they want to know what it's all about. If you are part of our online community, may I encourage you to share into those spaces that you inhabit online. Let us be carriers of life in those spaces. My heart is that those statistics that I shared earlier would decrease because of the message of life, the, the message of Jesus that is poured out into those spaces, that people would hear those words that bring change and bring healing and bring freedom into their lives. But we also live in a physical world, right? And so let's not forget about that. I heard during lockdown that someone was inspired by, after watching one of our online services, services, services and uh, talking about our food bank, they were inspired by that. And so they went to where they live, they partnered with someone to set up and run a food bank in their town. I heard of children hearing about the needs of people during the pandemic and wanted to raise money for their food banks and so did sponsored runs and raised awareness in their local community. As I said earlier, we are literally scattered as part of the online community. There are opportunities for us to bring that message of life into the physical spaces that we inhabit too. If you are close to one of our in-person sites, then perhaps you know, there's something that you could be getting involved with in a physical sense. You know, perhaps you can't make it on a Sunday because of you know, work or health or whatever reason, but maybe during the week it might be more available to you to get involved. Then I would encourage you, find a space within one of our sites, from Peterhead down to Men's and across to um, Inverurie. Find somewhere that you might be able to get involved with, whether that's the space to talk, things that we run, you know, where we create opportunities for people to listen. It could be open doors, projects that we run finding a space that we can be that message of life in our local community. And for others of you who are watching that maybe aren't in proximity to a local church, um, it's asking the question of God, how can you use me? Perhaps it's offering to pray for someone who has invited you into their situation. Perhaps it's starting uh, a 
a community or something for those in your area that are feeling isolated. There are so many ways that we can be messengers of life in the places that we live. And it's a question of asking God, how can you use me? How can you use um, what I have in my hands for the people around me? And how special would it be? How powerful would it be if people connected to our online church were taking the message of life where they are and seeing the transformative power of his work in their communities? And my prayer for this year is that the creativity and opportunity would spring up in new ways across the life of our online church and that we would see stories of lives transformed because of people stepping out and sharing life in new ways. And so some just really practical things. It's maybe just, if you are part of our online community right now, it's asking God, what is it that I can do? What is it that I can share? Whether that's, you know, sharing this service right now or sharing some of the things that we put out on social media. It's, um, and, and then asking God, you know, in my physical space, in the places where I work, in the places where I live, what is it that I can do that partners with you and where are you moving in my community, God? So, part of the vision is to be messengers of life, but we also want to create more spaces to grow. Verse 8 says, Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as being planted. Jesus makes it clear here that the environment that the seed finds itself is key to whether the seed grows and finds life or not. Where the soil is fertile and prepared, then we see a crop that is much more than what it is, plant, what it is when it was planted. And so when it comes to online church, we recognize that when we live stream, unless people make themselves known in the live chat, we only ever see numbers. And so for the vast majority of our interactions, the viewership is anonymous. And in many ways, that is helpful. We recognize that, you know, perhaps you're watching right now and you're just curious as to who we are. You're trying to figure us out as a church or you're trying to figure out faith and just trying to decide, is this something that you want to delve into? And that's okay. We, we trust that that's a really good opportunity for you to do that. And online gives us a cover of anonymity that takes the pressure off and allows us to get a feel for something. So in lots of ways, when we share our services, we share on social media, we don't know where it lands. Like when the farmer scatters the seed, he doesn't know where it lands. When we are sharing the message of life of Jesus, in Jesus, we don't know where it lands. However, I think what is key is that if you are watching and you have decided that you want to have Jesus in your life, that you recognize that he brings life and freedom and hope and that you want that, my strongest, and I underline strongest, encouragement to you is to reach out and to take, um, to take the steps of putting your head above the parapet and being part of a community. And that could look like you could be part of our online community, or it could be that you find a local church near to you. We are not built to flourish and to thrive in isolation. And I think lockdown proved that. In the same way, when it comes to our faith, the environment we place, um, place ourselves is key to seeing that grow and develop. 
and one of the main reasons that we have our online community is that we want to create space for people to grow in their relationship with God, to have space to be encouraged and built up, to be challenged and to be provoked, to be spurred on to step into the things that God has for them. We want to eliminate, where possible, the chances of isolation for those who are regularly connecting in with our online services by drawing people together. That's one of the reasons why we call it an online community and why we don't just stream our service kind of like from a bird's eye view from one of our sites and that's all we put out into the digital space. We really see this as being key to part of our online vision is that we have a community. Where people can't access the physical space, where regular attendance isn't possible due to health or location or job situation, the online community in, um, creates an environment where our faith can be built up, where we can grow and develop and where we can be known and know others. Some of our online community shared some of the reasons why spaces to grow have been so key for them. One person said this, online church has been great for me personally because I'm immune suppressed and joining in-person church was always a bit scary, you know, would I catch any bugs? But being online for church means that for the first time I can plan to be at church, look forward to it, and I can focus completely on God and what he has to say to me rather than worrying about getting ill. The amazing God-given bonus is I get to meet online so many really lovely folk, some of them with health issues just like me, and we get to feel like one amazing family. When I was unable, to, and another person said this, when I was unable to walk very far towards the end of last year, I felt isolated and housebound. The online community prayed with me every week and I was able to access church weekly via YouTube. It gave me the confidence to return to church in a hybrid format. The online community allows me to feel connected and part of the bigger picture. I am so delighted to see so many church events offering an online option, including early morning prayer, Alpha and a connect group. It may only be for a season, but what a blessing of encouragement. That is why we do it. And that is why we continue to do it. Throughout scripture, we are encouraged to meet together. Not to abandon that, but to prioritize it in order that we would be built up in our faith. And whilst that does refer to the physical gathering of believers, and I would say that I wouldn't suggest that online church replaces the importance and priority of gathering in person, it does offer a space to grow and is an important step of the faith journey and is a lifeline to many. In the parable of the sower, we see how for some of those seeds, they begin to take root, but are gradually overtaken and overwhelmed by the weeds and the thorns. And I believe that especially in those early days of faith, that being in a space where we can grow and develop and be encouraged is a key to that faith surviving. As a pastor, I have seen over the years so many times where people aren't in an environment of encouragement, of growth, of discipleship, so often they, go, they fall away from church and ultimately they fall away from faith. And as a pastor of the online church, I desperately want to create spaces where that doesn't happen. Jesus models community. He shows us the need for being with one another and the reality is that there will be many things in life that will vie for our attention and priority. Therefore, it is crucial that we intentionally seek out that space to grow in our faith and walk with others in that. 
and perhaps you're watching us and you haven't yet connected in with us. I hear about stories all of the time of, oh, such and such is watching, or such and such is watching, and they watch every week. And I love that. I love that people are able to connect in with us. But my encouragement to you is this. If you're local to, the, to Aberdeen or to the Shire, why not check out one of our in-person services if you can? If you don't live near to us and can manage, and you know can't manage into a physical setting, oh no, sorry, if you don't live near to us and you can manage into a physical setting, um, then please check out our Vineyard Churches UK and Ireland website and see if there's a Vineyard Church that kind of models the same vision and values that we do in your local area or get in touch with us and we can help you find a church community that would be somewhere that you could get settled in and stuck in with. And if you can't manage in person, please do reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. I would love to help introduce you to our online community because as you heard from our online community already, it is a really life-giving place. It's a really fun place to be part of. And we have our Connect Group starting up next week. Um, and it's led by one of our amazing uh, leaders, uh, Rachel, who's out in the west coast of Scotland. And she does just a fantastic job of creating a family sense, of having fun, of just going on a journey together. And it's a really great space in the week on a Tuesday evening to do that. But we also have online alpha starting as well. And as I said, you know, we want to prioritize spaces in the online space to grow. And alpha is one of those great tools that we have as a church to help people grow in their faith as they figure out, is this something for me? Is Jesus something that I want in my life? And so alpha, you'll hear a little bit about that in just a little bit. That's starting in just a few weeks. But we also have this weekly online prayer space as well on a Wednesday at 7 a.m. Again, you can head to our website to hear more about that too. And as the year goes on, my hope is that we try and create more online opportunities for you to grow in your faith and invite others into the journey with you. So as we launch ourselves fully into 2023, my prayer and my hope for this year is that we would see more people receive the message of life in Jesus as we speak, carry, and embody it into the digital and physical spaces around us. That as a result, more and more spaces to grow would happen through the life of our online community as we seek to go deeper with God and press all press into all that he has for us collectively and individually wherever we are imagine just all over scotland and all over these pockets of the world that pockets of our communities would be transformed by that message of life my hope and prayer is that this time next year that that wouldn't just be an imagination that wouldn't just be a dream but that would be our reality and our testimony let me pray for that father god we thank you for the incredible resource that we have here in Catalyst Live and in our online space. God, we thank you first and foremost for what you have done for us. We thank you that we um, are recipients of grace and love and mercy and that when we accept you into our lives, God, that we have life to the fullness that we can receive all the goodness of you in our lives and that you bring transformation. And God, I pray that as we have received that transformation, God, as we have received what it means to have you in our lives, God, I pray that we would be able to share that wherever we are, into the digital spaces, into the physical spaces. 
God, I pray that this would be a place where we would grow in that faith, where we would grow in knowledge and in understanding of who you are and what you have done and how you move in our lives. And so, God, I pray, would you bless this year ahead? Would you bless those spaces that we inhabit? And God, would your message of life be loud and clear for all to hear? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.